0: the blaze radio network on demand you're in the marketplace of liberty the conservative cartel with matt locke and rocky stucci on the blaze radio network
1: Counselor Robert Mueller's office, the Justice Department, and the FBI have kept secret the fact that an FBI agent who oversaw the Russin- Russian investigation exchanged anti-Trump and pro-Hillary Clinton text messages with an FBI attorney who was also his mistress. I mean, color. Me shocked. Welcome to the conservative cartel this Saturday morning as we are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios here on the Blaze Radio Network. So glad you found us on your internet dial. We're also live on TalkAmericaRadio.us this morning. New news, of course. We're back up to five days a week running Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time. TalkAmericaRadio.us, Spreaker.com, iTunes, TheConservativeCartel.com. You get a Six days a week. It's fantastic. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open. Triple Eight 93393. So if you'd like to weigh in on anything that we're talking about this morning, we would love for you to do so. Alongside of my partner in crime, the emotional meatball, Rocky Stucci, I'm Matt Lock, your voice of liberty. And we're so glad. We are so glad you found
2: us this Saturday morning. Rocky, how are you doing this morning? You know, man, I will tell you, it's been a weird week. We've we've been kind of dissecting this whole Mueller thing, and uh, with all the events that are that have been happening throughout the week, and uh, you know, we we've said this all week long that it just it, it, you can't make this stuff up. What we're witnessing today, and I think we've done really good at really dissecting things and and starting to put the pieces of the puzzle together, and and it would be fantastic to be able to hear. Uh, what other people think about the subject and where they think that uh, this is all going to lead to.
1: And I couldn't agree with you more. So the Black Rifle Coffee hotline is open. I'm going to pull up something here real quick because I want to say something very quickly. It's the holiday seasons. Merry Christmas. Donald Trump led his Florida rally off last night in uh, the Florida Alabama line with Merry Christmas love that but our sponsor Black Rifle Coffee they are doing something that is fantastic yeah. they are they are donating 10,000 pounds of coffee to troops overseas and they need your help please send unit addresses to donations at blackrifle.com, so that Black Rifle can send your loved ones in the military some, oh, it's fantastic coffee. Had it this morning. I start my day every day with a great cup of caffeinated as F, murdered out, silencer smooth, doesn't matter. They're all fantastic. I'm wired. I I, I can't get enough, but hey, I want to get into this. We're, 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 our video stream, is on the conservative cartel Facebook page. Run over there and give it a like. We'd appreciate if you would do that. We're trying to build up this audience. We appreciate every one of you. But, Rocky, we've got a situation brewing here that I think is bigger than Watergate. I think this is the biggest scandal that has hit politics in probably
2: 40 years, maybe well, longer. Let's, What could be bigger, Matt? Uh, There's the question. What could be bigger? I mean, uh, Nixon? I mean, Nixon, you don't even scratch the surface when you talk about Nixon. So really, when we're looking at what's happening, what could possibly be bigger than what we're witnessing right now?
1: Nothing. Absolutely nothing can be bigger than this. And it all heads back to guess who? The Obama administration. This all ties back into Barack Obama, Hillary Clinton, uranium one, Peter Schweitzer and Clinton cash. I mean, this is so amazing. And we've been tearing this apart all week on our show, and we're going to break it down for you here on on the, on the blaze today. And when we put the dots together, you are going to be mystified of what you see, because this is, this is huge. This is absolutely so big. I I can't even put it into words what this means. And, you know, you see all these memes on Facebook about how Barack Obama's administration never had a scandal. I'm using air quotes for those of you on the radio and not watching the live video. Uh, It was scandal free. Right. Uh, You're kidding me, right? And I love it when they say, well, oh, was was Barack Obama the best president ever? Uh, no, he wasn't. But I'm going to get into this. Because <laughs> for four Hello. months, for four months, Rocky, yep. Robert Mueller, the Justice Department, and the FBI kept secret that Peter Stroke was texting his mistress, by the way. I mean... Are we not finding out things that, you know, the left, this guy is a Hillary, Barack Obama lackey. I mean, we're finding out very quickly that the Democratic Party are pigs. They're sexual harassing pigs, Al Franken, John Conyers. I mean, I'm looking at a picture this morning on Drudge of Dustin Hoffman fondling a a woman's breast. Yep. Right on a picture, you've got Joy Behar groping Robin Williams' package, and they call us pigs.
2: They call you know, us I- the, the the uncompassionate people. Let me ask you something. Uh, I, again, I, I had this thought, and I actually thought about it yesterday after our Friday program. Uh, you know, when we think about Obama, we think about all of his carryovers or his holdovers from his administration, and we knew that Obama, he he and Hillary didn't have the best relationship, obviously, Do you think what we're witnessing today that the Obama administration and the Obama people and the Obama zombies, maybe that's what we'll call them for now on, the Obama zombies, do you think that he would have created turmoil for Hillary like we are seeing happening to Trump? Yes. I kind of think so too. Yes. Because I I think he wants to be like the all guy. I seen him speak the other day, Matt, where he was actually thanking himself on stage for the job job growth that we're witnessing right now.
1: Oh, and that's amazing. It, to me, it's amazing as I'm I'm looking through articles this morning. We had the show already set up, but I'm looking through articles, and this is the third consecutive quarter under Trump that economic growth has been over three huh. percent. But yet, you got the left. Oh, well, that's Barack Obama's right. policies just now kicking in.
2: Right.
1: No, what's happening, folks? Is Donald Trump came in and got rid of the regulation that was stifling the economy that Obama put in place. Now the stock market's at an all-time high, and I'm going to tell you this: take this with a grain of salt because I think the stock market is is in a bubble. I think it's way too high for what we're looking at, and it's probably going to correct itself eventually because it's just fake money, it's printed money. If you and I'm not really an economist, but that's my opinion. But you've got Trump has come in and taken the shackles off of the economy, and and he's a pro-business president, and I'm going to tell you, it tickled me pink to watch the video (laughs) this morning of him saying Merry Christmas. And, you know, Rocky, we're not going to get into this today. There's just so much and we've got so much going on. We can't hit everything. But the whole Jerusalem and the embassy and moving it from Tel Aviv is a big deal. And we talked about it this week on our program. But that's a huge deal. And I don't care what you say about Donald Trump. He's making all of the right moves when it comes to Christian Christianity. And Christ's followers in Jerusalem and our allies in the Middle East conflict and now the economy. I mean, I got to give the guy a solid B plus A minus on a job well done. I mean, he's arrogant and pompous and full of himself, but he's gotten
2: a lot of stuff done. You know, man, I'd like to say, if I could, sometime in the third hour today, I do have a concluded thought on what we were talking about this week in regards to Jerusalem, because I was pretty aggressive during the week this week on what's going on in Jerusalem. Uh, but my, my my thought process has continued, and I, I just have a few things I want to add. So maybe in our number three today, I would just like to really quick take a few minutes and because I think I think I see the bigger picture, and so I have an opinion on that. And so if we and have time, go. we'll hit that. Well, I'll go tell you
1: ahead, what, what I want to do right now before we go into this first timeout. We've got cartel shirts coming out Tuesday. Yeah, baby. NineLineApparel.com. You can use Cartel 15 to get a 15% discount, and you can get this amazing, I'm pointing to my conservative Cartel t-shirt, sweatshirt, hoodie, tailgater hoodie, women's t-shirts, long sleeve t-shirts, sweatshirts, you name it, Tuesday, NineLineApparel.com, Cartel 15 is the code, blow them up on Tuesday. It'll only be here for two weeks. They're running a special deal for us. 2 weeks the cartel has the flag on the back has the cartel name the definition it's fantastic show us some love show 9 line apparel some love black co- black rifle coffee donations at blackriflecoffee.com get those troops some great coffee we're going to be right back rocky and i and we're going to dig into this whole Mueller deal stick around place
0: oh. of liberty the conservative cartel on the blaze radio network This is
3: The Conservative
0: Cartel. Here's Matt Block and Rocky Stucci.
2: You know, during the week on the conservative cartel weekly program that you can catch on our Facebook page, the conservative cartel, Matt, myself, we have been dissecting this whole Mueller case, the whole Hillary Clinton mafia scandal, the whole Barack Obama holdovers, carryovers, those that have infiltrated Donald Trump's presidency. Uh, You know, there are some things that we may have a difference of opinion on. Uh, but we're starting to see a bigger picture. We're starting to see it. Almost seems like people would rather see the failure failure of our country to see Donald Trump fail. They'd rather see and promote the failure of a country because of one individual than to look out for the best interest of the American people. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to the program, The Conservative Cartel. Of course, me, Rocky Stucci, on the other side of the microphone. My brother in arms, Matt Locke. You're listening live, Nine Lion Apparel Studios. We want your opinion on this stuff. If you want to call in, you can call in on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393. Matlock, uh, I'm starting to see the bigger picture, brother.
1: Oh, and there is a huge picture. By the way, hit that share button on the Conservative Cartel Facebook page. We are live. Follow us. We would love for you to do that. But there's a huge, huge, huge picture going on right now because we've got this Peter Stroke Mm -hmm. who is – Text messaging his mistress, who, by the way, is very anti-Trump, who Mr. Stroke is very anti-Trump. But we laid this out this week. It is unbelievable the fingerprints all over this deal that Peter Stroke has. It's so amazing to see where all of it, because... The FISA warrant started with Peter Stroke. The Trump dossier started with Peter Stroke. The Hillary Clinton interview started with Peter Stroke. And it all ended with Michael Flynn and the lying to the FBI. Put that together for a second. And we're gonna dive deep into this, Rocky, because at some point, that where do, where does this end? What do we do? What what happens to this Mueller investigation? I'm reading stories this morning of Trump starting to take a hard line on this. Because at some point, you've got to put an end to this. You've got to put an end to to a investigation that is
2: a witch hunt well you know matt i i almost think and i'm sorry to cut you off i i almost think that they are running out of options you know this is something we talked about yesterday they are imploding on themselves. There's, there's only so many more options that they let that they have left. Because when we sit here and we're dissecting and you say this clearly, you said it all week is that if you and I can sit here and dissect this situation and know what we know in regards to everything that you just stated with the people and the infiltration with the FBI, that ninety some percent of the FBI are pro Hillary pro Obama have donated towards their campaigns financially, it's, it's, there's only so much that they can cover up, but you know, what scares me Matlock, what scares me is that we can sit here uh, and I'm speaking for the general population because again, you and I both do the same thing. We go to Twitter, we go to Facebook and we watch and we observe and we watch people's comments and their reactions. And it's frightening to me how people sit here and they will attack more and they will attack Flynn But they turn a blind cheek when it comes to the corruption within the Obama administration. They turn a blind eye and a blind cheek when it comes to uh, Hillary Clinton and Russiagate. Uh, uranium One, her email scandal, right. it's like, it's okay. That White was the water. Past, So yeah. we can't focus on that. Nope. But we got to focus on Flynn for lying to the FBI. I mean, the hypocrisy is painful.
1: Well, and it is painful. And the left doesn't want you to remember those things, Rocky. They don't want you to go back and recall. They don't want you to recall that Bill Clinton was having sexual relations with an intern in the White House. They don't want you to remember their discretions. But I want to go into this real quick. Yeah, because I've got, a, I've got an article from the Daily Wire. It came out December 5th, so this was uh, four days ago, but it was written by Joseph Curl, and he says, Look, it, he breaks this down unbelievably. Special prosecutor Robert Mueller was sold to America as an above the fray nonpartisan elder with the gravitas to handle investigating the president of the United States. As it turns out, Mueller has put together a pack of partisan lawyers, many of whom contributed campaign cash to Hillary Clinton and other Democrats, stonewalled demands from House lawmakers for information, and most recently secretly demoted a heavily biased FBI agent, Mr. Stroke, who's a hater of President Trump. Now, on top of all of this, this probe has cost taxpayers over $7 million dollars. And the amazing thing is reports emerged in both the Washington Post and the New York Slimes that a lead FBI investigator sent anti-Trump text to his mistress, which we just talked about. Weirdly, Mr. Stroke wasn't fired, just quietly demoted to the Bureau's Human Resources Department. Now, I'm going to get into the details now. This is where this stuff really starts getting deep in the weeds. It turns out that Mr. Stroke was one of former FBI Director James Comey's top lieutenants. From that perch, he played a key role in the early probe of alleged collusion between the Trump campaign and Russia. But then it was revealed that before that, Stroke led the investigation into Clinton's email scandal and sat in on her interview with the Bureau, during which she was not under oath. And for which no transcript or tape has ever been produced. And to top all of this off, Stroke also led the interviews with all of Clinton's top aides. Cheryl Mills, Huma Abedin, Jake Sullivan, and Heather (laughs) Samuelson. I mean, Rocky, think about that for a second. This guy is the linchpin to this whole Mueller investigation. And yet here we know he was an integral part to the Russia-Trump collusion. He was an integral part to the Hillary interviews. He actually, here's the big bombshell. We talked about this this week. Stroke changed Comey's earlier draft language, describing Clinton's actions as grossly negligent to extremely
2: careless. Right. Why would you think that was done? Well, because the original uh, writing, uh, so it was extreme negligence was the first one. Yeah. Yeah. It was, because it was it was grossly it,
1: it was grossly negligent and it right. was changed to extremely careless
2: and grossly negligent would have been criminal
1: correct i would surely think so wouldn't you right and that's why it, they need to it, reword it i mean let's it. let's think of the connotation here grossly negligent sounds like criminal behavior extremely careless sounds like oh tripped on the skateboard out on the sidewalk that my bad i was careless Grossly negligent, I think, comes with a lot more consequence. Yeah. That's, right. a, that's exactly the word I was looking for. Exactly what oh. I was looking for.
2: You know, man, it, it's weird. You know, it makes me, I sit here. And I, it's like I want to come up with something, but it, this stuff almost makes me speechless. And, and I don't know what makes me more speechless is that is that the majority of this country sits back and does nothing it, it, or that the, our political system has become that corrupt. It, you know, And by the raise of hands, folks, by raising your hands, whether you're listening on the radio or you're watching us on Facebook on the conservative cartel Facebook page, Raise your hands if you have lost all confidence within our FBI. Raise your hands if you've lost all confidence within our CIA. I mean, when we already lost our confidence within our political system because we understand how we've already been sold out, I mean, we sit here and we see a resistance from the Democratic Party because Trump wants to cut taxes. I mean, what does that tell you? Uh, so it it's almost not real, Matt. And when you research history... When you research other civilizations and you watch how they failed, we are doing the same thing. I mean, look at our society today. Look at what is priority in our society and some of what I'm referring to we're going to get into next hour. Uh, it scares me. What has become important when the most uh, issue, the, the the largest issues at hand that literally could uh, infiltrate the security of this country are being overlooked and people it's like people have become afraid to even talk about it Matt I mean there's things that if we don't talk about and we don't confront like we have been doing uh, we have failed our country by not speaking out of course we have and that's so well put Rocky
1: it's exactly what's going on it's exactly what is happening today and we're the ones preaching it from the top of the mountains. We're the ones putting it out there for public consumption. You surely don't see CNN doing this. You don't see the the, the Mother Jones or, huh. you know, Salon or anybody else. Mm-hmm. I can't even think right now about the left because they drive me nuts, but they don't put right, this stuff right. out there. They're actually putting <laughs> stories about, out about Donald Trump Jr. and then have to pull retractions because every story they put out is incorrect. They don't do journalism anymore. They're state run propaganda. But I want to say one. One more thing before we move on from Peter Stroke, because we have other players in this deal. Stroke was a key figure in the chain of events when the Bureau in 2016 received the infamous anti-Trump dossier and launched a counterintelligence investigation into Russian meddling in the election that ultimately came to encompass the FISA surveillance of a Trump campaign. There's the question. That we're going to dive into in the next couple segments. Is this entire. Is this. Entire. Mueller. Investigation. Based on a lie. That's the <laughs> question. We want to hear from you out there. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotlines. 888 thirty three ninety three. Is this entire investigation. Is this entire scandal, let's just call it what it is. Is this entire scandal based on a lie? You ought to be mad out there. We are. And we're going to dig into this. We got Janine Ray. We've got Mr. Bruce Orr. We're going to get down and dirty into this thing. And we're going to give you even more connections. And by the end of this hour, you're going to be pissed. I know we are. Stick around. The Cartel rolls on this Saturday morning.
0: The Conservative Cartel returns after this on the Blaze Radio Network. Cartel on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: So we're going to take a quick second this morning. We've got a new segment here on the conservative cartel. We are calling it Honoring Our Heroes. And if you paid attention to Wednesday's show, you know we're going to do this Wednesday and Saturdays. We would appreciate if you would share this everywhere. The cartel wants to give back to our veterans Our first responders, our police officers, our firefighters, the men and women who do the very tough jobs and in this case, give up their very life for it. So the cartel today wants to honor and remember Rogelio Martinez, who was 36, was a class of 1999 Irvin High School graduate and was engaged to be married. He was also had a son and two brothers. He was killed November 18th. He is a United States Border Patrol agent. He was killed while on duty. We don't know all of the details surrounding his death, but he died of blunt force trauma to the head, and another U.S. Border Patrol agent that was there with him is in critical condition currently so the cartel sends out their condolences to the Martinez family we recognize your service we appreciate everything you've done for this country and
2: Godspeed Rocky we understand the battle and the war zone that our border agents deal with day in and day out. And it seems like it's something that does not come to surface uh, as often as it should, nor do these men and women get the recognition that they so much deserve as they put that badge on and they put that holster on and they risk their life every single day to protect the national security of our great country. And it, it is something, Matt, that uh, I'm so honored. It's unfortunate that we do it, because it's happening, but it is a part of our duty as an American citizen is to not just recognize those abroad, but we need to recognize those inland and those so much willing and those so many people that have the same love and same passion as we have for our country, so much that they're willing to give their life. Uh, and as you says, uh, we thank Mr. Martinez for his service, his loyalty, his dedication to this country. May God bless him, may God bless his family, and of course may God bless the United States of America.
1: Oh, well said, Rocky. And and thank you. Please share that guys out there. Let's let's get these guys some recognition. Let them know that we're thankful for what they do. Because the cartel here is thankful. We're going to do that every Wednesday and Saturday from now on. So please help us get the word out. It's so important to know that these people are doing yeoman's work for this country. But uh, back to what we're back back to what we're talking about. I, w- I want to get into this Mueller deal, by the way. We are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is open, 888 900 We would love to hear your opinion to weigh in. Please give us a share and a like on our Facebook page, The Conservative Cartel. I want to welcome all of you who are on the Blaze Facebook page watching right now on the live stream. When that is done, we're up for one segment. When that is done, please head over to the Conservative Cartel Facebook page. Give it a like and a share. And while I'm at it, we want to say our sincerest gratitude to the political cowboy, Chad Prather, who allows us to share our show on his political cowboy Facebook page. So if you're watching in any of those places, thank you. Like, share, give us some love here. But uh, we're talking about Robert Mueller. We're talking about this special investigation, and I'm using air quotes for those of you who are not watching live feed. And we're starting to see all of these anti-Trump investigators that Mueller hired. We're starting to see a pattern, Rocky. We've got a Jeannie Ray, who is a former partner at Wilmer Hale. She's the high that's the high-profile law firm where Mueller worked prior to taking on this special counsel role. She is one of at least three attorneys who followed Mueller from Wilmer Hale. Now, this week, details of Ray's client relationships emerged, revealing that she represented, get this, Obama Deputy National Security Advisor Ben Rhodes during the the House Select Committee on Benghazi's investigation of the 2012 Benghazi terror attack. But it doesn't stop there. Ray was also, she's an investigator on the special counsel counsel of Robert Mueller's team. She formerly represented a top Obama aide and the Clinton Foundation. Also this week, unbelievable by the way, It was reported that Ray represented the Clinton Foundation in 2015 against a racketeering lawsuit brought by conservative legal activist group Freedom Watch. Ray also represented, get this, she also represented former Secretary of State Hillary Clinton in a lawsuit seeking access to Clinton's private emails. So Ben Rhodes, Hillary Clinton, the Clinton Foundation... Wilmer, Hale, Stroke,
2: Rocky, I I mean, uh, this is deep. You know, here's the question that I that I continue to ask is that when when you have somebody now we everybody was saying that Mueller was above the fray, right, Matt? He was above the fray. He's he's going to be able to go and, and, and conduct a bipartisan investigation to make sure that everybody on both sides of the aisle is going to conduct themselves at above reproach level and and conduct everybody to the standard of the law. Yeah, apparently that's not happening because the majority of the people that are on the Mueller staff, especially this Ray, uh, re. That Matt's referring to. This is the almost the entire team of the Mueller team, and so how can you conduct a a, a, a thorough investigation fairly down the center when most of the people have either uh, supported Obama, supported Hillary, or financially contributed to them? And Matt, I, I just want to say this again: is that I had a conversation with somebody who's a journalist. She's very, very far left, very progressive, all about the LGB stuff and uh this whole progressive movement and. And she believes that she can be a critical journalist. And it's like, I look at her Facebook posts and I watch her Facebook posts and I ask the question to anybody, no matter what side of the aisle you're on, is how can you be bipartisan and how can you be critical in your journalism when you are so publicly um, for a specific cause? Now, I'm proud where I stand. I'm very proud where I stand. And so I'm not gonna play this political bandstand dance that um
1: you said the bandstand i love it you brought back some dick clark i did you yeah, know in you fact did. i got a couple
2: songs in my head right now it's really weird American uh, you know band i
1: stand i, I remember i, growing I, up I watching believe
2: that. matt i see i'm old school i know you're old school oh, ron's yeah. old school i believe in the old school um values in which this country was established you know my dad vietnam vet the, the, uh, the passion he has for this country my grandfather he was in korea war uh actually new guinea he fought new guinea uh, you know, it's this old school value of patriotism and, and this old school, this Christianity, This that's who I am. And I'm not going to pretend to perceive myself to be anything that I'm not. If I have a problem with something, I'm going to talk about it and I'm going to tell you I got a problem. And if you don't like it, I don't care. I just don't care. I'm not a PC guy. I'm not going to sit here and worry about people's emotions. So when we look at what we're witnessing here, Matt, how can the American people put up with this and say that this is legitimate? And, you know, Joni in the chat a while ago, she had the question, when are we as Americans gonna actually start doing something to to hold Mueller accountable for the team that he has conducted? How When are we as Americans, I got squeaky, to oh. actually hold our politicians accountable, uh Hillary Clinton accountable, but yet they call me a new radical, right? They call me and you alt right because we're conservatives and that's the way that the social engineering works is that they want to make us look like lunatics to continue with their progressive agenda and I ain't got time for it.
1: Well, and we talked about this this week, Rocky. Everybody has an opinion. Everybody has a political bias. You just do. It's your makeup. We are politically right. We are politically conservative, hence the conservative cartel. But in the end, you and I can fashion an argument that is based on facts. And if the facts lead you to a certain place you may or may not like it, but that's where you're at. And we have a jur- we have we have journalists right now where they don't care about the facts. They right. don't want the facts. They don't I mean, this is the whole anti-Trump deal where the media didn't make Donald Trump like they made Barack Obama, so they can't unmake Trump. And they're all upset And they're all in their little safe spaces. They're melting like snowflakes because Donald Trump is out there in Florida preaching the truth and saying Merry Christmas. How many liberals melted down last night because Mm. Donald Trump said Merry Christmas? I mean, they can't take it, Rocky. But look, we're going to dig even farther into this. Don't go anywhere. The cartel rolls on this Saturday morning.
0: conservative cartel will return on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Weekdays on the blaze. Start your morning with Doc Thompson at 6 a.m. Eastern. I do understand, wrong or right, why people are taking a knee. I think they're misguided. Then catch Glenn back at 9. How about we advance principles that we all
4: have in common? And Pat Gray at noon. So non citizens are going to vote in College Park, Maryland. Isn't that wonderful? Doc, Glenn, Pat. Weekdays starting at 6 a.m. Eastern on the
0: blaze. listening to The Conservative Cartel with Matt Rock and Rocky
2: Stucci. Only you know on I'm sitting here reading? Uh, oh, okay, all right. I forget about it. You know what I'm talking <laughs> about, Matt? I'm sitting here reading um, some of the comments in the Facebook chat. And Karen Phelps, uh, excellent point, because this is why, this is where we're outraged, too, is that she says that I keep hoping someone has the cajones. Uh, to come out and nail Obama Clinton. Uh their corruption is so deep, ExxonMobil doesn't have a bit to drill that hole. Uh, you know, that's wow, the thing. Is, that's a good is that, comment. It is a good comment, and, and that's where we're frustrated because you know, we said this before. Uh, welcome back to the program, the conservative cartel. You listen live from the nine line apparel studios. If you want to call in, folks, we want your opinion. Triple eight, nine hundred thirty three ninety-three. Matt, we said this before. This is the part to where Donald Trump I I thought that it was manipulated for him to run as a Republican because they thought that that would have made Hillary a shoe in. Right. Um, And so Trump came by storm. He spoke what so many people in this country, not I'm not referring to us or our listeners, but the majority of people that have a conservative opinion are too afraid to speak anymore because we have these psychopath progressives that are shutting down the freedom of speech. But yet we're called the fascists. But I thought. I believe that it was part of the design to make Trump the Republican candidate for president. Hillary would be a shoo-in, guaranteed victory, and the corruption can continue. And that has allowed this implosion that we're witnessing today. And as we progress, every single day we open our browsers, Matt, we find more and more corruption. But before we continue, today's a special day. It's a special day for a dear friend of ours of the show And a lot of people that are watching or listening right now are watching from Chad Prather's page. So we here at the conservative cartel would like to wish our brother, Chad Prather, a very, very special happy birthday. Matt Locke. Yeah, we're not going to give
1: away his age because we don't know it, but you know we do appreciate the fact that Chad allows us to uh, share onto the political cowboy page. He's a fantastic guy. He's been in the studio, you know, a couple times here, and we'll be over the next year. He is a friend of the show, so we do wish him a happy birthday. But uh, Rocky, I want to I want to get back into the Mueller deal. We were talking yep, about this, and and there's so many different. Um, Parts in so many different people but we were talking about this Jeannie ray and i want to end it with her because we got another two players yet to get to she, Jeannie ray was also an assistant u.s attorney for the district of columbia and worked under fbi deputy director andrew mccabe whose wife is connected to the Clinton Foundation, who is connected to Terry McAuliffe, who uh, she ran for the state Senate uh, spot in Virginia and got a bunch of money out of that whole deal. So, you know, that kind of finishes up her. But we, we saw an article come out in Fox News uh, earlier this week, the 7th, two days ago. And uh, another senior Justice Department official was demoted this week amid an ongoing investigation into his contacts with the opposition research firm responsible for the anti-Trump dossier. And uh, Bruce G. Orr, Rush Limbaugh, was talking about him yesterday. Mm -hmm. Uh, He held two titles at the DOJ. He was an associate deputy attorney general underneath uh, Rod Rosenstein, who we know is a big player in this deal. And he's the director of the Organized Crime Drug Enforcement Task Force, a program described by the department as the centerpiece of the attorney general's drug strategy. Now, here's the deal Mr. Orr knows Christopher Steele. Now, you may say, Who's Christopher Steele? Christopher Steele is the British spy who got the Trump dossier information. He was the main cog in this whole Trump dossier. So now we've got another senior Justice Department official with his fingerprints all over this dossier now the amazing thing about all this not only does he know Christopher Steele he knows Glenn Simpson now Glenn Simpson is the founder of Fusion GPS Mm -hmm. the plot
2: thickens it
1: thickens because at this point, if you know anything about Fusion GPS, they are stonewalling intel committees over documentation on this Trump dossier. Because, look, here's the deal, Rocky. If they And I said this to end that last segment. Is all of this based on a lie? is the dossier is the FISA warrant mm-hmm. all based on a lie. If you want to throw all of this in rocky, the judge who gave the FISA warrant or I'm, I'm sorry, no the judge that actually uh convicted or you know convicted
2: Michael Flynn of his lying just recused himself. US district district judge Rudolph Contreras Contreras uh, abruptly recused himself last thursday uh, a week from last thursday uh with no explanation and he was an obama appointee who also sat on the fisa court while the trump team was under surveillance by the obama administration wow wow i mean that just
1: wow you can't mm-hmm. what else can you say and on top of all of this, you've got Andrew Weissman, an attorney on Mueller's team, praising former acting attorney general Sally Yates for refusing to fight for President Trump's controversial travel ban. I can't, I, I can't, I, I, I'm dumbfounded. Here, so we, man, wh- here we are, Rocky, I'm sorry. Yep. Here we are. No. You and I, just common guys everyday, average, ordinary people, just like all of you out there listening today, we just happen to have a passion. We jump behind a microphone and, and we are passionate about this country and we can put
2: it together. Can they not? Yeah, I, I you know, I, I was just reading while you were talking. I was just reading some of the comments in our chat and people are spot on with, with it. We're on the same page, Matt. We're all on the same page here and, and they're referring to Michael Flynn um, I, I got a little distracted there, and I apologize, but but this is where we stand. This is where we stand as a country. We have a rogue government, and I, I, it scares me, Matt, to think of where we're going to be at next month. I used to say, where are we going to be at 50 years? Where are we yeah. going to be next month? Where are we going to be next month? Uh, so here's my question now. 2018, we got big elections. Yeah. If we lose seats in the Republican House, are they going to continue to try to dethrone Trump? Yes. And Here's my here's my greater fear, my greater fear. Sooner or later, Trump will no longer be the president of the United States, whether it be in 2020 or 2024. But sooner or later, right. it will happen. What happens when he's gone? Because we're going to get another corrupt puppet that's going to come in and reignite everything that we're trying to stop as we speak.
1: Well, the even deeper question on this, which thank God President Trump is the president, we would have never known about any of this if Hillary Clinton were
2: president today. You know, I'm sorry, Matt, because I know in the past, and I'm not referring to you and I, but there's been differences on what we think about WikiLeaks. Uh, Before the Trump days, the only source of information we had of the corruption in our political system was through WikiLeaks. Now, I understand the argument of where people come from that are against WikiLeaks, but there again, if it wasn't for WikiLeaks pre-Trump days, we wouldn't know about a lot of this corruption. And if it wasn't for Trump being president, we would not know nearly how corrupt we have become, which is literally the implosion of the integrity of our country. And isn't this, I mean,
1: people are all over Donald Trump But this is why, Rocky, I am glad that he is president. You can say what you want to say about Donald Trump, but he is not emboldened to anybody. He's not in the pocket of any special interest. Lobbyists aren't on the front porch of the White House. This guy is going to work. And look at what he is uncovering. No one gives him credit for that because they don't want to. The media does not want you to think that someone who walks in off the street can fix what's been taking place in Congress for the last 50 years. Right. Because, by God, if you can fix the problem, are these politicians even
2: needed? Right. In the greater picture is where did the Democrats want to take this? At the same time, we're looking at the attack on Christianity at the same time, we're seeing the promotion of Islam. Uh, There's a bigger picture, the hidden hand. Uh, There is a plan for this world and it is trying to be put into play as we speak. So thank you, Donald Trump for putting a halt in this major plan because uh, it scares me, uh, the attack on Christianity, Matt.
1: Me too, hey, get out there. NineLineApparel.com Tuesday. Conservative Cartel shirts, hoodies, long sleeve shirts, women's sizes. Get them while they're hot. They're only going to be there for two weeks. We would certainly appreciate it if you'd show our sponsors some love. On the other side, Roy Moore. We're going to talk all about what's going on next week. Cartel, we'll be back.
0: You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci on the Blaze Radio Network. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: You know, I just, I want to start out this hour by saying something really quick. You know, Matt and myself and Ron Phillips, we don't do what we do just because we want to do it and just because we want to do talk radio um, you know, we're regular, common, everyday people. We're just like you. Uh, we're just like those that are watching on our Facebook page the conservative cartel. Uh, we believe in you. We believe in our future. And something that we understand, why we jump into this political realm, why we talk about the political corruption, we don't do it just because it's what's hot in the news. We understand that most people that are listening to our voice are struggling every single day. Most people every single day are trying to figure out how they're going to pay their next bill. Most people every single day are going to try to figure out how to put more food in the refrigerator and pay their electric bills. And as we come into the holiday season, a lot of people are caught up in the materialism of this season because we want to make sure that the people we love get something underneath that tree. And we want to recognize the struggles that we all go through day in and day out. And in order for us to achieve greatness as individuals and to believe in each other we need to recognize the struggles in society and we need to combat those in society that are trying to take what little we have away whether it be this radicalized progressive movement or whether it be a, a, a corrupt political system that is going to try to tax us to death or allow this global corruption to continue So I just want to say this, is that we recognize your struggles here at the Conservative Cartel because we endure the same struggles that you have, and hopefully that we are the true voices of the common man. Ladies and gentlemen, welcome back to our number two of the Conservative Cartel. Of course, you are listening live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. If you want to call in, you can call in. We want your opinion. You can call in on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888 900 3393. If you are watching on the Facebook page The Conservative Cartel Facebook page, make sure to like it, follow the page because we do have some future announcements that are coming up that we want everybody to be privy to Matt Locke, take it away.
1: Well, and I want to add here too, Black Rifle Coffee our are one of our premier sponsors is doing a great thing here for the holidays. They need your help. So, they want to donate 10,000 pounds of coffee to soldiers overseas who cannot be home for the holidays. So if you can find it within your heart, they're asking for your help. They would like you to email at donations at blackriflecoffee.com donations at blackriflecoffee.com a unit address so they can send them coffee. And that's fantastic. In this holiday season, that Black Rifle. I mean, Rocky, I'm honored. I know I'm honored. I know I speak for you and Ron as as partners here on the cartel. We're all honored to be part of Black Rifle Coffee and Nine Line Apparel, who are veteran-owned companies. The cartel is a veteran-owned company, and we appreciate that, and we appreciate what our sponsors do for our men and women in uniform. So if you Know anybody overseas, if you know what their their unit is, email Black Rifle, donations at blackrifle.com. Give that unit name and address, and they'll send them coffee. I mean, the best coffee in the world, by the way. We love Black Rifle. We have a lot of really diehard fans that love it. You can use Cartel 10 at the holiday season to get 10% off that coffee, or you can use Cartel 15 at Nine Line Apparel and get 15% off of that new Cartel shirt, hoodie, women's t-shirt coming up tuesday the 12th so flood flood black rifle and nine line with your orders we would appreciate that so much and let them know that you are fans of the conservative cartel but let's let's head down to alabama we've got an election tuesday and i'm going to be live tweeting it by the way on tuesday night so if you want to pay attention to at the cartel matt I'll I'll be live tweeting what's going on Tuesday night. And I'm going to tell you, I think there's going to be a lot of liberal tears come Wednesday morning because I just saw an article from Breitbart this morning that said a poll has Roy Moore up seven points as of today. Now, I'm not surprised. I'd be amazed that Alabama wouldn't do anything but vote for Roy Moore. But there's been a lot of stuff that's happened this last week, Rocky, with Roy Moore. And we're going to get into that in this hour because it's, to me, we've watched, and we talked about this in the first hour with the whole Mueller deal, we've watched as the media has tried to dictate the narrative. We've watched as the media has tried to control what you think about Roy Moore. Now, we watched this week, and we're going to get into this a little bit later in the hour, Rocky, the whole Al Franken debacle. You know, Al Franken's got eight women now saying he sexually assaulted them. You've got the whole John Conyers deal showing up to meetings in his underwear and putting his hands up women's skirts. And we've got a slush fund for these congressmen and women, maybe. Maybe there's women that are sexually assaulting other people. I don't know. We'll uh, we'll we'll, we'll have some equality here on the cartel. But there's a slush fund in the Congress for these congressmen and women to pay sexual harassment claims, which John Conyers did. But you've got Roy Moore. You've got Roy Moore battling a media apparatus that is scared to death that a Christian-loving, country-loving senator finds his way to the swamp. Would you agree with that? Rocky Stucci, are you alive? Okay, that's,
2: that's number one. That's number one. I get two <laughs> times that yeah. I can do that. I had, I had my mute button on, okay? Don't... don't forget about it you know what i'm talking about hey, how you doing stop turning that mute
1: button on you crazy emotional now you're doing, meatball now you're doing. turn the mute off so no look rocky we we've, we've, okay. we've got we, we we've got a train wreck here we got rocky oh Stucci. God. his wife's in mexico he's a mess i mean the guy can't even function today That's we've funny, got a man. media apparatus yep. that is actively prop propagandizing Against Roy Moore. I mean, the Washington Compost is paying women to come forward and say that they were sexually harassed by Roy Moore. I mean, what in the world, Rocky, when we see this stuff, and we're going to get into this because we got the whole yearbook thing. We've got this stupid Christmas card. We've got all this stuff going on. And as we're watching it, this, this whole entire deal... Is falling apart. It, it, right. It's absolutely falling apart around the Democrats' ears, but yet they are sticking to that narrative
2: for all they're worth. Well, you know, Tammy says it best in the chat. She says it's bigger than a swamp because it is bigger than a swamp because what we're seeing happen to Roy Moore is the exact same thing that we've seen happen to Donald Trump. And we're not even talking, Matt, uh, from just a political realm. We're just not talking your standard political attacks that have been happening for years – We are talking about an infiltration of mainstream media as well. When we sit here, you know, there was a documentary that was made. Uh, It was made in, I think, 2008 or 2009. It was how Obama won the election and Sarah Palin made, you know, whatever. I I can't remember the exact term of it. But the, the point of what I'm trying to say in this documentary is is how the media manipulated the minds of the American people by picking a side, and once they picked their side, it was their boy Obama. It was the the, the great speaker. It was the first black president. It was the man who was young and good looking. Uh, there were so many things physically that sold him because he was very likable. He was very likable. I mean, even at that time, I had no problems with him. I didn't vote for him, but he was, I I didn't have no grievances with him because I knew nothing about him. But the thing is, is that we sit here and we see now how the media gets involved and they turned this into such a mess, Matt. We talk about it all the time. It is so hard to dissect what is fact, what is fiction, what is uh, media manipulation, and what is social engineering.
1: Oh, you're spot on. And we, I read all day long. I read all day long. We show prep. We're doing the show now Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on our conservative cartel Facebook page. And, and, And it's so hard. It's so hard to discern what is truth and what is not. And we're watching as CNN, we're watching as these liberal outlets are throwing just garbage out there. And it's, un, it's unbelievable the level they've went to in the depths that they've sunk to throw out stuff just to make Trump look bad. And you hit on it when you, when you started this hour. It's, do they want the country to fail so bad they don't care? That's really the question. And on the other side here, We're going to get into this Roy Moore. We're going to get into the accusations, the yearbook, so don't go anywhere the cartel rolls on this Saturday morning.
0: You're listening to The Conservative Conservative Cartel Cartel. with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci. Only on the Blaze Radio Network. (laughs)
1: So we have a birthday card, I believe. No, a Christmas card, I'm sorry. And a graduation signature for Judge Roy Moore in Alabama. I mean, this is where we've gotten to with our politics in this country. We've got the left running after Roy Moore like he's some kind of degenerate. While we've got Piggy Weinstein, while we've got Hollywood, while we've got Bill Clinton, while we've got uh, Peter Stroke and his mistress, while we've got all of these people on the left Doing these horrible things, we've got the left coming after Roy Moore with accusations. But by gosh, there's got to be due process with John Conyers and Al Franken. Welcome back to the conservative cartel. This Saturday morning, we are live From the Nine Line Apparel Studios. If you'd like to be part of the program, we would love to hear your opinion. You can call the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888-900-3393 is that number. We'd love to hear from you out there. Uh, Hope you're catching the show on our Facebook page, The Conservative Cartel, as we are live there. Give it a share and a like, if you would, and tell everybody. I'll tell you what, I'm going to put out a big challenge here to all of you. We're about 150 likes away from a goal. And by the next time we get here to the Blaze next Saturday and do our show Saturday morning, I want to be over that magic number. So we need 100, We need more than 150 likes this week. So get on it. Tell your friends, your family all about the conservative cartel. Plus our t-shirts, the conservative cartel t-shirts made by Nine Line Apparel at nine lineapparel.com can be purchased starting Tuesday, December 12th. They'll be out there for two weeks. And then they're gone. So if you want to get some cartel swag, sweatshirt, t shirt, women's apparel, go to 9lineapparel.com. Do that. We would love that. We actually have our special Gandhi shirt as well that we're going to be bringing out that you can't buy on 9lineapparel.com, but you can go to the conservative cartel.com and find that shirt. So we got a couple shirts out there. But uh, Rocky, we've got a Christmas card, we've got a graduation yearbook. Mm -hmm. And we have a very dedicated liberal media trying to destroy Roy Moore. But you brought up something in the break that I want to get to because I think it would make for a good conversation. Because we talked about due process last segment. And someone on the conservative cartel Facebook page said, hey, how do we know that Judge Roy Moore didn't do this? How do we know that Judge Roy Moore didn't do this and that the media is telling the truth? That was kind of the question, right?
2: Mm-hmm. Right, right. So I want to hear your opinion first, and then I'm going to chime in. Well, you know, Matt, so let me let me go back here for a second because I, I mentioned this yesterday. I think it was towards the end of the show yesterday during our weekly weekly program. And, you know, this here, ladies and gentlemen, is is – I, I'm a big, you know, some people call me conspiracy guy. I don't look at it as conspiracy. I just kind of jump into the reality of the real world that we live in. And to a lot of people, that's conspiratorial. Um, but what we call the hidden hand, what we call the puppet masters, the people, the rulers of the world, um, there's always something at play, a problem, reaction, solution. There's already a problem established for next week to have a specific reaction, to have a specific solution. There's already a problem established for next year to have a problem, reaction, and a very specific solution. And when we go back, we let's start back with Piggy Weinstein. And because that started this escapade of the sex allegations. Uh, once that started, because what does everybody do? We watch TV. We watch movies. We all have favorite actors. We all have favorite actresses. And so, where do you start a controversy? You start it in Hollywood. Just like racism, where do you start racism? You start racism in Hollywood. And then that's because we are a, a population of people that have the herd mentality. When we're taught to believe something, that belief becomes real upon the population. When we're taught that we're oppressed, then that becomes a reality to so many people because it suits an agenda, it suits our emotional needs, and it gives us a reason to blame the world for our problems instead of blaming ourselves. So when we look at what's happening now with Moore and Al Franken, you know, people are right. Me, I am a big component of due process. Now, when you come forward and you have an allegation that happened 30 years ago, it's only going to stay an allegation. If media wants to condemn you, if the social justice warriors wants to condemn you, if the Facebook mafia wants to condemn you, it's gonna happen because this is the new age world that we live in. But me, old school, I believe in the rule of law. I believe guilty until proven guil- or innocent until proven guilty. Now, when we talk about Al Franken, when people come forward and apologize for hurting people, they're admitting guilt. Um, whether it be Franken, whether it be somebody from Hollywood, whether it be Dustin Hoffman, whoever it may be. When you admit or apologize for your actions, that is admitting guilt. That means you got a problem. But this is where I have a problem, is that condemning people to be guilty without actual evidence. Now, we're talking about a signature. We're talking about a yearbook signature. We're talking about a birthday card. Where does this prove the guilt of somebody creating some kind of a sexual act towards another person? Now, when we sit here and we prosecute somebody from something that happened 30 years ago that can never be convicted in a court of law, are we doing justice to our legal system or have we become a different type of mentality? Have we walked away from a democratically ran government? Have we walked away from a true republic, which is the land of law, and now have become the judge and the jury as the population of people? Because that's what we're becoming. We've walked away from everything that we represent because now we can destroy an entire career just by allegations and media is fueling this fire. Oh, well said, Rocky.
1: Well said. And it, it, you're on point. And I'm going to tell you where I want to go because I'm right there with you. Al Franken apologized and said he was sorry for what he did. There was pictures. There were pictures of him clowning around and groping a female. This is... This is proof. This is proof. And and look, it kind of goes back to the Hollywood deal that you talked about. And I'll tell you, you blew my mind yesterday when you started talking about how all of this goes hand in hand with Hollywood, how it goes hand in hand with the left, how all of this is put in together. And I mean, it was fantastic. If you want to hear that, go back and listen to yesterday's show because it was fantastic. And I'm not going to go over that, but I want to tell you something here. You have a man who for 40 years of public life, no one has said a word. No one. You've had, you've had elections. You've had them on the Alabama Supreme Court. You've had them in day-to-day life, and yet nothing happens, and then all of a sudden, boom, you have all of these allegations. And I was talking about this yesterday in the car with producer Ron and I'm like, you know, what would cause someone to wait so long to bring these allegations forward? Now, we, you remember the bimbo eruptions with Hillary Clinton and Bill and all of the people, Jen, all the women, Jennifer Flowers, Kathleen Wiley, uh, Juanita Broderick, to name a few, that, you know, said they were sexually harassed by Bill Clinton. And, of course, Hillary Clinton shut them down. They, they right. defamed the women. They went after the women. And now guess what's happening? All of the left is now going after the women. I, I saw, uh, oh, uh, Tom Arnold used to be married to Roseanne. He went after that young lady that uh, accused Al Franken, the whole picture. Oh, I can't believe you would do that. She was coached by Roger Stone and the Trump administration. She was coached. She was coached. She was coached. But yet you've got Hillary Clinton. These women need to be believed. They they need to be believed. They it, rape is a serious accusation. They need to be believed. They need to be, they need to know that they are heard. Mm-hmm. And yet, you've got the left destroying women right now. You've got the left calling on, on, oh, well, that's not the case kind of stuff. But you said something to me. You said something in your comments, Rocky, that it, it hit with me on this. Because now, we've got these accusers now being debunked. It, it, I've got an article here from Breitbart. It says, Roy Moore accuser admits major falsehood. That will affect the election. After much debate over the purported evidence provided by Roy Moore's accuser, she admitted Friday that part of the inscription was not written by the GOP candidate. So if part of it wasn't written and you lied about that, what else did you lie about? And and I'll tell you what, our good friend Dinesh D'Souza said this in a tweet yesterday. When are we going to start holding to account the women who falsely accuse men of sexual assault is that not a crime is What's that the- not a perpetrated crime this woman could have ruined the life and the career of Roy Moore by a falsity and a false accusation is that not a crime it would be defamation of character you're, you're destroying somebody's career exactly I mean you're destroying someone's livelihood you're destroying someone's career. You're going after a person knowing that you false, falsified what you said. And I'm going to tell you what that does, Rocky. It hurts the women who actually suffered from sexual harassment. It doesn't help the feminist movement, air quotes. Right. Right. I was, we were talking with Chad Prather last week and he hit on this very succinctly, you're going to get to a point where businesses aren't going to hire women because they don't want the headaches that come with it for this.
2: Am I not right? You are right. And and you know, Matt, you, you, you hit something there when you were speaking is, is that, so my wife, people close to me have experienced very traumatic situations in their life. I'm sure there's people that are listening that have experienced very traumatic experiences in their life. And it bothers me that you have these people coming forward with false accusations, with his, which is desensitizing the people that are going through real struggles every single day with this real-life type of abuse, Matt. Oh, and you're absolutely
1: correct, Rocky. And the people who are struggling, the women who are struggling with this, now you have to look at it and say, well, is she telling the truth? Is this really the case? Is she making this up for notoriety, for money, for power, for position, for retribution? I mean, here we are. We're we're, we're sliding down a very slippery slope that we can't turn back from. But I'm going to tell you what. We've got much more to talk about this because George Soros has felons trying to vote. Stick around. We're going to cover that next.
0: This is The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci, only on the Blaze Radio Network. conservative cartel only on the blaze radio network
2: you know i just i I just want to say this one more time i just i gotta feel complete because i'm not gonna feel complete if i didn't say this It, it bothers me with the whole sexual allegation thing is because now i'm not a woman matt's not a woman unless he's really fooling me um so so we truly don't understand what a female goes through in some of these tragic times of, of sexual misconduct, right? Whether it be rape or molestation, whatever it may be. Uh, uh, so it's hard for, for me, It's even as a man, to empathize what a woman goes through during a time like that is is almost impossible for me to do. And when I look from the outside in and I watch the str- the struggles, excuse me, of what some people that are close to me have gone through over the years, it really bothers me that they have a real-life psychological crisis and physical crisis. And to have women get involved in the political arena and have the audacity to come forward and make all types of false allegations, if they are false, they should be truly prosecuted, defamation of character. There should be some major consequences to that because you're, one, not just destroying the career of somebody, which is what is happening, and two, we're taken away from the real-life struggles of people that have actually been molested or raped. Welcome back to the conservative cartel. The Emotional Meatball, Rocky Stucci, here on the other side of the microphone. My brother, Matt Locke, you are listening live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. If you want to call in, give us your opinion on all this. We want to hear your thoughts uh, by calling in the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888 900 Thirty-three ninety-three. Uh, Thirty-three ninety-three. again happy birthday to our brother chad prather metlock take it away well rocky you said it very well
1: and it's one of those deals where you know conservatives are compassionate we care about people even though the left wants you to think we don't we, we care about women i care about my wife you care about your wife ron cares about his wife i mean you know Conservatives are compassionate, caring people. We, we want people to get along. We want them to live healthy, live good lives, to be able to provide for their families. And, and when these kind of things happen, it really puts a black eye on things. And, and, and I go back to the Duke lacrosse deal where that young lady, you know, she accused those Duke lacrosse players of all of the sexual misconduct she did And then we found out that not any of it was true. Right. And you think about the lives that it ruins. You think about the young men who, by no fault of their own, were blackmailed. They were, I mean, they were blacklisted to the point where, oh my gosh, now you've got a sexual allegation hanging over your head. But we're living in a day and time where these allegations don't seem to be what they used to be. It used to be that a man treated a woman with honor, opened the door, you know, hold, held the umbrella, took care of his wife. It used to be that men were the breadwinners. They went out and did the heavy lifting. The women took care of the family. And look, don't get me wrong. I'm all for women working. I'm all for independent women. My wife is a very independent woman, and I love her for that. I do, but I still hold open the door for her. I still do all those things that a man is supposed to do for his 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 companion, his wife, his girlfriend. You know, that's the thing in society has gotten away from, and in in, in particular the liberal democratic party, they want to tell you that they're for women. That they're for you, that they're for blacks, that they're for Hispanics. But in the end, what this all really boils down to is the left is against everything they say they're for. Right. And they're working hard. To go after that very thing because it's all about power. Now, I'm going to leave that there for a second because we got Karen from Pennsylvania on the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. She wants to talk about Roy Moore. Karen, welcome to the cartel. How are you this morning?
3: I'm great. How are you?
1: Doing well. What's on your mind?
3: Well,
4: the thing that I can't see why people wouldn't Mm. grasp is if somebody actually assaulted you, why would you ever ask them? to sign your yearbook you don't have your people that you know don't like you sign your yearbook
1: yeah that's that's a i mean that's a good point but karen we're starting to see that these allegations may not be what they are so when you start making up lies It's hard to remember the truth. And when you start making up lies, you start getting tripped up by the lies you've told because you've got to tell other lies to keep that lie going. And that's what the Democratic Party has done. And now we're watching as this whole entire situation with Roy Moore is coming unraveled. Very true. Very true. Well, Karen, we certainly appreciate your call. Thank you for the call. Karen there in Pennsylvania, I mean, Rocky, she has a point. You, you don't take your yearbook to someone you don't like. You don't have someone sign your yearbook who you don't get along
2: with. I, I mean, well, that's it. Go ahead. A, a lot of this, man, is so obvious that you question if it's true because it's too obvious. You, you, you feel like you're missing something. Well, I don't think we're missing anything. I don't think so either. And, and that's
1: the thing it, it it baffles me to think that the left has zero common sense. Because this only takes common sense. You just hit on it. When you start asking these very simplistic questions, you start getting these answers. You start going down this path where you're like, wait a minute. Wait, wait, wait a minute. You know, it's he said, she said for one. That That's the worst kind of allegations, by the way. I mean, you have a woman, and let's let's think about this for a second. You have a woman that comes out and she cries sexual harassment. Who is automatically put on the defense? The man. Guilty, innocent, whatever it may be. If now it's, it's, it's incumbent on the man to prove that he didn't do it. How do you prove that? How, how do you prove your innocence if you and this woman were in the front seat of a car making out and you went too far? I mean, come on, Rocky Stucci. I'm 43, you're 43. I mean, there's things that I've done in my past that would probably have put me in trouble today. I mean, I don't know what hey,
2: Speak for yourself, dude. I'm an angel. Shut okay. up. I don't know about you,
1: but you I am are, an angel. You're a liar. You I, I'm going to tell you right now, you're a liar. Because you are a ladies' <laughs> man. I know that for a fact. And I know that, you know, look. Are we getting to the... Here's my point. Are we coming to a point in society where young men are going to be terrified to try to court young women because of things that they want to do. I mean, look, I'm not going to go into the birds and bees here on the blaze on the cartel this morning, but we need men and women to get together. To continue our species. I mean, this is this is just the, the everyday what we need to happen kind of stuff. And now you've got – where was it? I saw an article a year or two ago where they were signing – women were having men sign contracts to kiss them or something. Or you had to Get ask her. here. I Get mean, it, it was here. something – I think it was in California. But you had to have permission to kiss a girl. I mean, look, I'm, I've am i probably laid a, a a kiss or two on a woman – you know maybe with not her not wanting it let's put it that way you know it it happens i mean i'm a rebel i'm a rebel Ah. when i was 20 21 years old you know uh, the world goes around men are attracted to women at least they used to be until the new age i got
2: nothing on that brother i got nothing (laughs) on that
1: (laughs) my whole point is we're living in society where the men are scared to death to go out there and be a man, to have testosterone, to go out there. And I saw an article this week where now if you can't call a woman, you could be brought up on charges. If a, if a, a good looking woman walks down the street and you give her a whistle, you
2: might be able to be brought up on charges. But think about what are we creating as a society though Matt? I mean when you when you reference somebody wanting to sign a contract just for a kiss when when we know that you can actually go in now to a doctor and you can order a child with specific DNA uh there our younger generation is anti-sexual and if you are sexual it's with the same freaking gender or it's with a doll now so <laughs> where are we headed as a society we're losing our our spiritual faith And we're becoming more materialistic where our relationship is now with a material object instead of with another person.
1: Yeah, that's scary when you're seeing that millennials would rather date robots than another human being. I mean, this is where we're, this is the scary thing. And you, Rocky, you always say, where are we going to be at in 50 years? Mm -hmm. (laughs) Where are we going to be at in five years I mean, we, we need to procreate the species. We need people to keep having babies. We need to keep doing this. I mean, that's the whole deal. And you've got millennials who want to date robots. So, hey, we got off course there. We, we, we got off onto a tangent. Happens often on the cartel. We're going to come back and we're going to talk about a $100 check. Jeff Flake is a moron. Stick around. The cartel rolls on.
0: The conservative cartel will return on the Blaze Radio Network. This is the Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Well, Republican Senator Jeff Flake, if you can call him a Republican, from in the great state of Arizona, by the way, where uh, Dr. Kelly Ward resides and is endorsed by the conservative cartel, hey, he wrote out a $100 check to the Alabama Democratic Senate candidate Doug Jones this last Tuesday in an apparent response to President Trump's formal endorsement of embattled Republican candidate Roy Moore. Now, Flake tweeted out a picture of his donation, adding the caption, country before party. Now, the phrase was also written on the subject line of the check, but Roy Moore wasn't going to lay down for this. because He says, look, calling all patriots, pro-amnesty, big government Republican Senator Jeff Flake, Just donated to my pro-abortion, open borders, anti-gun liberal opponent, bam. Welcome back to the conservative cartel this Saturday morning as we are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. If you would like to be part of the program, holy cow, you would like to be part of the program because the Black Rifle Coffee Hotline is full. 888-900-3393. I want to, just a quick shout out. I see Jeremy Hansen is in. The Conservative Cartel Facebook Jeremy. live chat. Welcome, Jeremy. Appreciate the fact you, you, you rolled in on a Saturday morning. Check out his show. It's a, it's a great show. You can find it on Facebook or Jeremy. Just look up Jeremy Hansen Radio, I think. But uh, we're going to head over to the, the Black Rifle Coffee hotline, and we're going to take these in order. So we're going to go to Sandy in Tennessee, and uh, she wants to tell us what happened to her. So, Sandy, welcome to the Conservative Cartel. How are you?
5: I'm fine. How are you guys doing?
1: Doing great. Wonderful. Now, Sandy, what what happened to you?
5: All right, uh, back around the end of 2006, I, being a conservative, decided to infiltrate a Democratic rally. <laughs> so, because I I wanted to ask the politicians that were going to be there a question about John Kerry. So I had taken my sons there. They were like five and ten. And it was cold. I had just left the gym, so I thought, well, I'm going to go home, change, come back. So by the time I got back, the rally had dispersed. So the politician's bus was still there. They had gone into the veteran's uh, office to talk to the staff there. So one of the politicians um, had come out and told me, oh, the, the guy that was running for office would, would be out in a minute so I could get on the bus. I will tell you, when I got on the bus, I did meet um, Wesley Clark. He was on the bus. I was like, whoa. And I said, oh, hi. I happened to work for you when I was stationed in Germany. That was kind of a shocker. So we chit-chatted. So when the politician I was actually going to ask a question about, uh, you know, John Kerry came out, I was directed to him. He comes out gives me this big frontal hug, a kiss almost on my mouth. And then no, I couldn't ask any questions at that point because everything happened so fast. He grabs me, you know, like he gathers me, basically, from behind. My sons are on each side of me, and he presses behind me. And let's just say he was happy to see me. Oh. What? <laughs> what? <laughs>
1: oh! Wow! <laughs> Didn't it see that coming. So fast! Wow!
5: And let's just say I never got the John Kerry question out, and wow. they snapped some pictures, got my address, and I've never gotten those pictures. And he, they got on the bus and left.
1: Wow! I just started blushing here. That's crazy, Sandy. I'm mean, I'm telling you, that, that that kind of stuff's nutty. But Sandy, thank you for your call. We got to get running. The, the the hotline, the Black Rifle Coffee hotline wow. is full. I, I, I didn't Jesus see that hammer. Oh, I didn't see that coming.
2: But a boom. But a bang. Ding, God. Ding.
1: Yeah, that's that's absolutely nutty. But oh, wait,
2: man, who, who? was the politician that did this?
1: Oh, I I, I don't. It was it, I didn't catch it because she was at John Kerry's rally, but I don't think it was him. But oh. wow, is that a crazy phone call? That's I was my, I, my whole mind just got blown by that last little nugget. I was <laughs> like, whoa, I just lost train of all thought. <laughs> let's head to Dom in Minnesota. Dom, uh, you want to talk about Roy Moore and the younger generation? What's on your mind, Dom?
3: Yeah, good morning, guys. Thanks good for making morning. my call. You know, not every serial groper is lucky enough to have a groper shield like Hillary Clinton to rescue them. (laughs) If if I was if if I was if I was guilty of these accusations and I said I was sorry, sheriff would say, sure, you'll have all the time in the world to say sorry. an eight by eight. And we'll even throw in a female or two for you.
1: There you go. (laughs) And,
3: And think about it. Look at look at the process. Look, you know, these these guys go through Matt Lauer going, I am Matt Lauer. You'll kneel before me. Pun intended. Uh, or oh Al Franken saying, guys like me, we take what we want. That's the game, baby. Or John Conyers saying, these people elected me, so I'm allowed to screw the people. So the Literally. you know the problem, yeah, yeah. The, the, the bigger challenge for the rest of us, deplorables, because I am a Trump supporter uh, as of now is how to win the hearts and minds of people that want to do the right thing by the country and motivate them to participate in the electoral process electoral process i understand the defense of roy moore i don't know about him one way or the other uh, but in politics uh, the perception is reality and we yes. need leaders that can deliver that tough message without mincing words and without being afraid of the consequences of such a stance, that's the challenge you are having, because otherwise we will lose the younger generation because they're constantly bombarded with information on social media. Yeah. You and yep. I have to compete with that. That's the problem. Right. That's, and, wow. you know, that's that's the challenge I'm facing, because we, I have two boys and one of them is, you know, half moderate. The other is trying to come over to my side, but he's got so much information coming at me as a dad. You're in the 19th century. Give it up. <laughs> oh, no, no.
1: Don't ever give it up, Dom. Dom, no, thank, I won. You.
3: I, I won. thank you. I Thank
1: you for being I a w- listener. we got to let you go. We've got one more caller in behind you. Thank you, Dom, from Minnesota. We're going to head to Mike in North Carolina. He wants to talk about this contract for sex. Mike, welcome to the cartel. You've got about a minute and a half. Go ahead.
4: Oh, I'll be really fast. Um, you remember Dave Chappelle, this was back in probably 2003, 2005, some, somewhere. Um, he did a skit where uh, there was a contract for sex. And because uh, he said, are you tired of getting hit with those uh, bum raps? And, you know, you know, it's consensual. So he said, here, sign here, sign here, sign here. And then what what acts they wanted to do and everything. <laughs> it, it was hilarious. But and then, you know, Sheldon on Big Bang Theory, that's that's what the younger generation is going. I'm 33, probably the oldest millennial, but I have nothing like them. I used to be a liberal, but I came back. I came over to the to the light side. Well, welcome back, brother. <laughs> yeah, I appreciate it. Yeah, check it out. You can look it out on YouTube. Dave Chappelle, the uh, the uh, state contract. It's there hilarious. you
1: go. Well, Mike, thank you for giving us that information, Mike, from North Carolina. But we you joke about man, it. You know, we joke about it, Rocky. We joke about it. You know, comedians have made jokes about it. But we're living in a society today where that is becoming prevalent. I, I mean, and we're watching as the gender roles – are being completely right. dissembled. Right. I mean, my buddy Ryan Havel. I'm going to give him a shout out here on the Cartel this morning. Sent me a Twitter DM last night. He asked his Alexa, how, "What what were the genders?" And Alexa went into this long rambling deal of of two genders plus what everybody feels like. You can right. go find that at the Cartel Mat on on my twitter account or at the cartel 2016 and watch that video but that's the alexa telling you that there's more than two genders and i said this before and i'll say it again they're now trying to make birth certificates with a
2: third gender well they actually are in canada already i I, they already are in canada it's it's i think it's they're just putting an x under where the gender is at because the child has to be able to be uh, aware enough to pick what gender their emotions tell them it's supposed to be. So, in Canada, they're not uh, putting specific genders anymore on the birth certificates. Rocky, what is this I see you're going to be on with someone Sunday night? What is this whole deal? My uh- brother, Charles Anthony, it's called. It's, a, it's like a political roundtable. I'm going to go on there, and we're going to talk about the cartel, the, what the cartel is doing, and the emotional meatball is going to break things down tomorrow night. 7
1: p.m. Central Standard Time on the uh, the Butthurt Show, it says. So check that out tomorrow on Spreaker with yours truly, the emotional meatball Rocky Stucci. But Rocky, we've got one hour left. We, we've got one hour left. How about we go to some good news? Do we want to start talking about a little bit of good news? I mean, when you and I do this program, we said it'd be nice to come on to here and talk about some good news, some winning, what's going on. Well, I'll tell you what. ISIS is on the run. I mean, they are getting their tail feathers kicked, and it's all because of General General Mattis. And we're going to talk about that in hour three. So you're going to want to stick around. Plus, we're going to talk about a reciprocity bill for concealed carry. So we've got lots to get to in hour three. Go invite your friends. Like the page, the conservative cartel Facebook page. The cartel rolls on this Saturday morning. Stick around.
0: This is The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci, only on the Blaze Radio Network. You're in the marketplace of liberty. The Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci on the Blaze Radio Network.
1: Hey, we got some good news coming at you this this hour. Hundreds of ISIS fighters had just been chased out of a northern Syrian city and were fleeing through the desert in long convoys presenting an easy target to USA 10 Warhawks. But the orders to bomb that black-clad jihadist never came. And the terrorists melted into their caliphate, living to fight another day. The events came in August of 2016, even as then-Republican presidential nominee Donald Trump was vowing on the campaign trail to let generals in his administration crush the organization that, under President Obama had grown from the JV team, remember that, to the world's most feared terrorist organization. Now, U.S. Air Force Brigadier General Andrew Croft Said the Trump administration has put a strong leadership team in place. He says, I will quickly and decisively bomb the hell out of ISIS. Trump, who would name legendary Marine Corps General James Mattis, as Secretar- Secretary of Defense promised, we will not have to listen to the politicians who are losing the war on terrorism. Now, here's the deal. Just over a year later, ISIS has been routed from Iraq and Syria with an ease in speed that surprises even the men and women who carried out the mission. Welcome back to The Conservative Cartel this Saturday morning. We are live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. If you'd like to be part of the program, Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888 thirty three ninety three. If you're watching on The Conservative Cartel Facebook Live page, you will see on the desk to my left two amazing Black Rifle Coffee mugs we got some new swag this week. Thank you. Black Rifle Coffee, Daniel Holloway, um, Evan Hafer, owner over there. He was on Fox this week talking about his fantastic company. And him, Evan Hafer, and Tyler Merritt are in Philadelphia, Pennsylvania today for the Army-Navy game. So make sure you tune in today at 2 p.m. Central, 3 p.m. Eastern for that Army-Navy game. Those guys are warriors. None of them are probably going to the NFL. It'll be a great football game. And I know Nine Line Apparel is doing a great big tailgate party up there. So fabulous for them. We were supposed to go up there, but we couldn't make it work. So we're here in the studios in Dallas, Texas. But uh, I want to say one other thing really quickly. Black Rifle Coffee is giving away 10, they're they're donating 10,000 pounds of coffee to our men and women who are fighting overseas, who can't be home this holiday season for Christmas. So if you would do me a huge favor, if you know anybody in the military, if you know their unit and you know their address where they're stationed, email that to donations at blackriflecoffee.com. Donations at blackriflecoffee.com. They're going to, Rocky, it's fantastic. Once again, honored, honored to be part of two amazing veteran-owned companies, Black Rifle Coffee and Nine Line Apparel this holiday season. And by the way, Tuesday, December 12th, you can own this conservative cartel shirt that I'm wearing. Hoodie, long-sleeve shirt, women's shirts, All kinds of merchandise. We've seen the SKUs from Nine Line Apparel. They go on sale December 12th. It closes December 26th. It's for a two-week period only. Go out and get your conservative cartel swag. Use cartel 15 For a 15% discount. And let's show Nine Line Apparel. That we appreciate these veterans. Because they give money to veterans. Black Rifle Coffee. Gives money to veterans. This holiday season. Cartel 10 is the discount. For Black Rifle Coffee. Show those companies some love. They're great veteran owned companies. And the cartel is honored. To be part of what they do. Now ISIS. Rocky on the run. And and I laid it out there. This, this article from Fox news written by Holly McCabe yesterday. Here we go. I mean, the Obama administration created ISIS. Let's just call it what it is. The, the Syria, the gun running, Libya, start going through that whole deal. Iraq. They tied the hands and the, I mean, they, the Obama administration tied the hands of our military. And you've seen it, you know, the orders to bomb the black clad jihadists never came. So off they meld into the sunset to fight another day. Well, now, a year later, Trump goes out once again. I'm going to say this once again. I said this on the program yesterday, and you can catch the conservative cartel Monday through Friday, 4 to 6 p.m. Eastern Standard Time on the conservative cartel Facebook page and on our YouTube channel. Give those a like if you would. We talked about this yesterday. Donald Trump, like him or don't like him, he has come through on a lot of campaign promises. He, he said he was going to bomb the crap out of ISIS. And what is he doing? Taking ISIS out. And here you go. A year later, ISIS has been routed. And, right. and, and these men and women who carried out this mission, they are amazed at the ease and the speed of how it's happened. So here's a question, Rocky. If it was so easy to do, why
2: wasn't Obama doing it? Well, it was, okay, we're going to go there. Uh, you know, I know we, this is supposed to be motivating, but but let's go there, Matt. Let's go right. into this rabbit hole for a second because we restricted the capabilities of our military during the Obama administration. You're talking about the one convoy, but there are numerous stories that have come forward to where our military, our Marines, and our Army personnel were told to stand down when they had the enemy in direct sight. Now, the damage is done. We're talking, Matt, we are talking over 3.2 million people that have been displaced because of ISIS, right? Yep. Now, all we needed to do from day one is exactly what Donald Trump did. Let the military do what they do. We have bad, can I say the rear-end word? We, uh, We have some bad mofos that put on our United States military. <laughs> Look at the brothers at Nine Line Apparel. Look at the brothers right. at Black Rifle Coffee. Look at the some of the people that watch our show that we're affiliated with that are veterans now. I mean, we have people that you give them the gun and you give them the opportunity to go out and seek these terrorists, they're going to do it. And they're going to get the job done. And they're going to get the job done well. But the Obama administration restricted this. Why? I'm going to tell you why. Because it's called forced immigration. It is called forced immigration. If we want to talk about a conspiracy let's talk about creating this this global uh, uh, what's the word I'm gonna look for here the politically correct word uh, we we're trying to place Islam throughout the world and one way of doing it is by forcing it so let's do this let's go finance and let's buy a whole bunch of trucks and ground air missiles. Let's go get a hold of a guy named al-Baghdadi from northern eastern area of Iraq, and let's say start this group. Let's call it Islamic State. Let's call it ISIS, and let's go in into Syria, and let's try to take down the Assad regime. Now, mind you, the United States government, the CIA, Britain, France, have been after Syrian soil for a very long time. That's the facts. That's the reality of it. Uh, there's a lot of very precious minerals and resources and oil in Syria. Plus there are two major factors in Syria and those are called pipelines. Oh, you have the yeah. Iranian pipeline and you have the Saudi Arabian pipeline that go into Turkey and Turkey goes into Europe. Uh, there again, we talk about the oil thing. So Obama energized the JV team. He militarized the JV team. Now, some of the enemies that we have today were trained in the eighties when Russia went into Afghanistan and uh, tried taking Afghanistan. So what we did at the time, we called them freedom fighters. We flew these freedom fighters to the United States, which were, they were radical Muslims, and we trained them militaristically, and we taught them a lot of our best techniques so they could take up, because at the time, communism was the bad thing. right? Um, there was no focus on radical Islam. So what we did is we radicalized them. We brought them here, we taught them how to fight, and then we sent them back. And now a lot of these same people, factually, that are... Our biggest enemies globally are the same people that we trained during the 80s, Osama bin Laden being one of them. Um, So now we have this big push, right? Obama, he empowered this group. We sold him the trucks. We sold him the ammunition. We can bring this all the way down to Benghazi. We've had people on the programs in the past where we had actual factual proof of the Swiss banks. Swiss banks sending money to Libya uh, Libya distributing funds and finances and guns to radical Islam so they can continue their fight within Syria and Iraq. So, <laughs> all Trump did, all he did, man, it was real simple. Right. He went to Mattis. Yeah. And he says, Do what you freaking do. Right. Do what you yeah. freaking do. Yeah. Well, and he, go handle business. He, he changed the rules of engagement. He changed the rules of engagement by <laughs> letting our military do what they do, man. Go in and kick the rear ends. And you know what? It took a year. It took a year to completely destroy ISIS in Syria. It took a year to completely destroy ISIS in Iraq. But here's the problem that we have now is that ideological belief of radicalized ISIS has been infiltrated globally. So now you don't have to be a member of ISIS in order to represent ISIS's cause. And that's where we're at. Matt, take us out. I got more to say on this.
1: Wow. I mean, that is a mouthful, and I love it, Rocky, because it's exactly right, and here we are. The cartel is going to continue this conversation. Stick
0: around. The conservative cartel on the Blaze Radio Network. matt Black and dr Stucci.
2: you know if there's one thing that i take the most personal in regards to the obama administration it was his unleashing the savagery of radical islam and the reason i say that folks is because i started an organization back in 2007 called the american patriot riders uh there's people here that are in the chat room on our facebook page the conservative cartel facebook page make sure you like follow the page and follow the shows it, it, they stood the flag line with me while we were burying children they stood the flag line with me when we saw families receive the flag that was draped over the casket of kids that were 18 and 19 years old and it bothers me because i still to this day question would they still be alive if we did not empower such a radicalized ideology? It, you know, and, and I know there's going to be people out there that disagree with my views on ISIS, and radical Islam, and how it started, where it came from. I get it. I respect it. We can have that conversation. But it bothers me because how many lives have been lost due to this? And our heart goes out to all of those that have uh, sacrificed so much and the families that have endured the loss of somebody fighting for the freedom and security of this country, and we thank them for that. Welcome back to the program, the conservative cartel. Right here, Rocky Stucci on the other side of the microphone, my brother-at-arms. Matt Locke, you're listening live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. If you want to call in, give us your thoughts, give us your opinions. The Black Rifle Coffee Hotline, 888 Matt, I Matt, I was a little long-winded. Uh, in the last second. No, I, I love it. I absolutely
1: this. love it. I mean, you're spot on. I, I couldn't have
2: said it any better myself. But, you know, think about it, though, brother. Okay, and it, it's I am I am so happy that that Trump told Mattis, do what you do. Let the military do what they do. Let the military yep. do what we train them to do. And look at how quickly we dissipated this situation. Well, so thank it, you to it, all it, those but men But he and even
1: said, I mean, Mattis says, look, we will not have to listen To the politicians who are losing the war on terrorism. I mean, that's exactly what was happening. We were politicizing this deal. We're now finding out that guns were probably being ran through Benghazi, hence the reason Ambassador Stevens got killed and why we sent nobody. But Mattis goes on to say, I felt quite liberated because we had a clear mandate and there was no questioning what they were doing. This is the deal. I mean, I want you to think about this for a second. We had a community organizer in charge of the military who thought he knew more than the men that run the military. Right. And if if you look at our government as a whole, if you look at the eight years of Barack Obama, history books are going to write that he was the worst president ever in, in the history of this country. He impeded business, he impeded the military, he brought about changes and land grabs and executive orders and redistribution of wealth and Obamacare and I mean it was all set up to
2: start a new world order mm. it, you know and, and exactly And when you think about um, what has happened now just in Syria alone, Matt we're talking about 3.2 million people being displaced. And so, and so then we see this push. You remember when all this started, they're showing pictures of people washing up on shores. And, and of course, you know, that is how the social engineer works. I'm not saying I'm not taking away from the deaths of, of innocent people, but we know within this infiltration of this whole refugee thing, most of them were younger, young male men. Yes. Uh, they're all over Turkey. Yep. They're all over Europe. Yep. They're, it's Sweden. all over France and yep. Sweden and, and Britain. Yep. And now here's a perfect example of how the world has been infiltrated. Because when we look at what happened now this week in regards to Jerusalem, and then we see this worldwide protest against Israel and the United States because people are becoming now pro-Palestinian. Uh, This is where I run into the conflict of what happened with with the whole Obama thing, with radical Islam, because now we are infiltrated globally. We don't have it contained to a region now. Uh, Sooner or later, sooner or later, we're going to walk into uh, a room filled with gas and we're going to have the lit match. And is it going to be to the point to where every region of the world is going to be completely infiltrated with radical Islam to where it's going to create worldwide chaos, or do we keep it contained? Now, Milo, I, you know, I, I, I don't know how I feel about the guy. You know, I like things about him, and I don't like things about him, and he really goes on edge when uh, when he says that Muslims should be in the Middle East, or Muslims should be in Africa. Right. Um, I'm not going to give my opinion on that part, but When we look at the potential, and when we understand the history of Islam, when we understand the true teachings of the Quran, uh, you know, people got to understand something, Matt, and I know you do very well, and most of the listeners of this program do very well, well. The true teachings of Islam is radical Islam. It Muhammad is. himself de-head over 600 Jews. Yep. Jesus never de-headed anybody. Jesus told people to treat people as you want to be treated. Show people kindness and I will die for your sins. Uh, Muhammad told people to massacre people, massacre the infidel. That's that's not me being a conspiracy theorist. That's well, fact. So and, what you're seeing with yeah. radical Islam is the true teachings of Islam. So if we allow this global infiltration without being aware of the potential of the risk, we will lose. And it bothers me when I see the promotion of Islam and the attacks on Christianity, because it makes me look at the bigger picture, which is scary.
1: Oh, and it is scary. And here we are, and we talk about Islam, but let's head to Jerusalem real quick, because I know we talked about this week too, and it kind of goes with the ISIS thing in the Middle East and off the shackles. But once again, Donald Trump with another campaign promise. We're going to move the United States embassy in, in in Israel from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, the capital city. Now, it, we broke that down, but you've got the two state deal over there with the mm-hmm. Palestinians and the Israelis. You know, and they're all fighting for land, and they've been going back and forth forever. And I saw a meme on Facebook this week where Benjamin Netanyahu said, "Look, if Hamas." And the Palestinians laid down their guns, there'd be peace forever. If Israel laid down their guns, there'd be no more Israel. That's just the way it is. I mean, you've got the Iron Dome uh, system over there they use for missiles. They've got border walls. And now Trump comes in and says, look, we're going to move the U.S. embassy from Tel Aviv to Jerusalem, the capital. And, of course, Israel loves that. They, they believe that Jerusalem is their capital city. PLO, Hamas, Hezbollah, uh, Iran, the Middle East, uh, ISIS, they don't like that. And you and I talked about this. You know, we, we I think it's a good thing. You thought it was a good thing. But you also commented that you thought this was just going to stir up
2: even more terrorism than there is now. Uh, and it will. You know, it will, because uh, Hamas, which is basically, uh, you know, is Palestinians. Um, uh, Hamas and Palestinian people still claim Israel as their land. You know, I mean, we can go back to the four. We can, we, we can get deep into the subject. I don't, again, Matt, anytime we talk about Israel, it's like walking on glass because, I you know, and I get both sides of the argument. I'm not pro-Palestine, I want to make that very clear. I'm not pro-Palestinian. Our newer generations that are growing up, uh, are now looking at the, see, here's the social engineering is that they are now looking at the Palestinian people as the oppressed right. and that they've been kicked off their land. Right. The Palestinian people in Hamas still claim Jerusalem right. as, um, as their capital. And now you're getting Hezbollah, you're getting Hamas, you're going to start getting different, uh, different tribes from Iraq and Iran and Saudi Arabia. So many people, uh, you know, it's 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 the land, uh, it's the holiest land in the world and holy from all different aspects. The Jews claim it, the Christians claim it, and the Muslims claim it, the Arabs claim it. Mm-hmm. Um, so when you already have an existing conflict just over the land itself is one thing, but now you also have the conflict of religion. And so now to you and me and to most of the people watching, really, what is the big freaking deal? We're moving our embassy to Jerusalem and we're recognizing Jerusalem as a capital. Right. Um, But it's the picture so much bigger. But now here's the thing, man. Now, this is where I'm kind of on that double edged sword. We during, especially during the Obama administration, we have allowed our globe to be infiltrated with radicalism. So let's just say the percentage of radical Islam or radical Muslims in the world is averaging between 350 to 400 million people. That's more than the United States. Right. So you get all the, the entire population of the United States. You spread it out globally. And then you say, start breeding. Start teaching your kids anti rhetoric towards this country that we hate, that we're going to destroy. And one day the call is going to come where we're going to start a global caliph. So I question now because I think about this a lot because I'm really into this kind of stuff. And when we think about what Trump does, did now Obama unleashed the Kraken, if you want to call it. He unleashed the demon, he allowed that infilt global infiltration to happen. And so when we look at what Trump does, did Did he just put his foot down and step in front of it and put a halt to it? Um, Because we see the protest now. We even see European countries talking down on Trump for what he did. We see the United Nations, who are predominantly Muslim, who are anti-Israel, condemning Trump for what he just did. So when do we put a stop to this? Now, here's the thing. If we didn't do anything and we allowed this to continue to progress and this global infiltration to progress... We're going to get to the point that we will not be able to combat it. So when is the right time? My biggest concern is I'm tired of burying people. I'm tired of burying children fighting for these specific causes. But sooner or later, where you are as a country, we as Christians are going to have to take a stand against this radical ideology because if we don't, we will lose and we will go down in history because we will be extinct.
1: Wow, that is deep. I love it when you talk that whole Islam deal. I mean, it's so amazing. And uh, Joe, we see you on the uh, Black Rifle Coffee Hotline. We'll get to you here in the next segment. We're just about the end of this one, but in the end, we're in a religious war. We're we're in a religious war. You can call it what you want to call it, because you know, we, we talked about this this week. We we know. How this thing ends. If you're a believer in God, you know how this thing ends. You know revelations, you know the end times, you know what's going to happen, you know where it's going to happen if you believe in all of that. So at some point, I think what Donald Trump has done to round this all up, because we're going to head to this reciprocity bill that's coming here in the next segment. I think what Trump has done is he's fulfilled a promise, and he's standing by our biggest ally in the Middle East, and he's doing what, you know, George W. Bush and Barack Obama promised they were going to do, and he is a man of his word. I mean, at this point, if you look at what Trump has done, he's a man of his word, and I'm going to tell you, it's going to be interesting to watch this whole government shutdown fight after they just extended this two weeks to December 22nd to see where we stand on the wall. So, don't go anywhere. On the other side, there's a major concealed carry bill that's picking up momentum, and we're going to talk about it and what the fallout might be. The conservative cartel rolls on this Saturday morning. Be right back.
0: The conservative cartel returns after this on The Blaze Radio Network. conservative cartel on the blaze radio network
1: well i want to take just a quick moment we haven't talked about this yet and, and it's out there we want to here at the conservative cartel we want to send out our prayers to those uh, that are affected in california the southern california uh wild fires uh, we talked about that in our program earlier this week In the rhetoric that's coming from some people about oh you know hope it burns to the ground kind of stuff i mean we're compassionate humans, and we feel bad for those that are suffering in Southern California. So our, our, our prayers go out to those that are displaced. Um, Ron Phillips and myself know very well about fires as Ron's house burnt about uh, two months ago as you all know so we know how devastating it is to get all of your stuff replaced deal with insurance companies watch your house burn to the ground and that's what uh, is going on in California so our thoughts and prayers go out to those folks and secondly uh, I'm sitting here watching CNN and they're showing the snowstorm that hit Atlanta that hits the south it's crazy it was snowing in san antonio texas the other day which is just crazy so i want to tell all those global warming nuts that uh, it's snowing in the south and there's a, i got a pretty funny story i'll tell it really quick about snow in atlanta when i first started dating my wife we hadn't been dating very long and uh you know i was trying to be romantic so she had went on, a, be quiet. She had went on a girl's trip to Cancun. She went to Cancun with, with a couple of other of her girlfriends and uh, she was flying back through Atlanta to come back to Fort Wayne. So I had planned this romantic dinner. We'd been dating for maybe a month or two and I was going to make her dinner and we were going to have a good time and I was going to be, you know, a good boyfriend and uh, got a call from her and she says, Hey, I'm not going to be able to make our date. And I'm like, Why? And she says, "Well, I'm stuck in Atlanta. It's snowing." And I said, "Oh, come on! I mean, is that the best you got? If you don't want to, if you just don't want to come, just tell me. I mean, it never snows in Atlanta. That was almost nine or ten years ago. And now, guess what? It snowed in Atlanta. So that's kind of a funny story. My, my I just brought back that that time when my wife was stuck in Atlanta when it snowed, and when it snows in Atlanta, nobody goes anywhere. They're not right. equipped." For any kind of snow on the ground. And I think our, our good friend and listener of the cartel, Kathleen, said it was snowing in Alabama and it shut everything down. I mean, they're not used to snow, so that happens. But you global warming freaks, you know, you can go all eat a brick because it's snowing in Atlanta. I mean, it. there it is. My there man. it is. I'm telling you, there's going to be a new cartel t shirt coming out that says eat a brick. It, yep. it's, it's just going to say eat a brick on the back. So speaking of new cartel t shirts, Tuesday. This Tuesday, December 12th, 9lineapparel.com, you can get you some cartel swag. The cartel 9line apparel shirts are going to be ready to order December 12th. They're going to be up for two weeks and then they're gone. So you need to get you some swag. You can get a sweatshirt, t shirt, women's apparel, um, all kinds of stuff. Check out 9lineapparel.com. Use cartel code 15. And you can get yourself a fifteen percent discount. By the way, we are live from the nine line apparel studios. I don't think I've said that yet. And if you want to be part of the program, triple eight nine hundred thirty three ninety-three on the Black Rifle Coffee hotline. And speaking of that hotline, Rocky, Joe from Arizona's on that hotline. Joe, welcome to the conservative cartel. What's on your mind?
4: Hey, good morning, you guys. And uh take my call. Um, i've been I was saying to the the other guy that was you know setting me up that it was hard to know what to talk about because you guys are hitting all the good subjects <laughs> we but try the main one i I guess I could go with that we were just talking about a little bit is this theological thing that needs to be really emphasized and understood <laughs> underlined understood There's so much going on these days, and there are so many views, whether it's the Muslims or Christians or the Jews. But what I notice is really there's not a lot of emphasis on knowing what the history is and what the scriptures are teaching. And and when teachers speak about the scriptures, there's all kinds of nonsense out there. And I wondered what you guys think about, you know, the state of, for example, Christianity in America, churches everywhere and Christians everywhere. But... I think if you ask them pointed questions, if you're a theologian, and I happen to be, among other things, an exegete, and that just means that I go to primary and original sources and study what's going on there. What do you guys think about the state of things on that level with churches in America, Christians in America, and how everybody could, quote, get along the best they could, which would be a good thing. But uh, And by the way, you know, whether that means... Defending ourselves and uh, going on the offense to shut down Muslim operations that are really uh, on a almost suicide mission and, uh, you know, death to everybody but us set up. I don't know where else to go with it. But to kind of leave it at that as a, a topic.
1: Well, Joe, thank you for your call. We're going to let you go, and we're going to tackle that question. Thanks, I Joel. certainly appreciate that, and it's a very good question. And I'm going to start first, Rocky, because you know my wife and I attend church back in Fort Wayne. I haven't found a church down here yet in in Dallas, but I, I think, in my opinion, the where we're at with religion in this country is we're losing it. It's it's becoming less and less because the mainstream is making it as if it's radical. And I think churches are losing their voices all over the country because they're afraid to speak the truth. They're afraid to go along the lines of what Joe was saying, going back to the original truth, going back to the original sources, and preaching the Testament the way that it was written. Because a lot of people in society today, they don't like the way that the Testament is written. They don't like the fact that God says homosexuality is immoral. They don't like the fact that thou shall not kill or adulterize or do things that they don't want to do. We've become a society that wants to live the free and easy, the carefree life, the I'm not responsible for anything I do type mentality that has led us away from God. I mean, we've taken God out of out of schools. We've taken God out of the culture. You're now radical. I mean, look at the uh, baker out there who uh, wouldn't bake a cake for the gay wedding because of his religion. The the Rifra Acts, you know, the religious uh, in Reformation Acts that were now you know tr- states are trying to enact because as Christians we're being. We're being prosecuted for our beliefs. I think that the left. I think that socialism. I think that these liberals are trying to get us farther and farther away from God, so that they can validate their lifestyle.
2: Sure, that's my opinion, Rocky. Well, I, you know, so I, I, I have issues. Uh, I'm not going to get into them here, uh, but I, I will say this, man, and I agree with what you're saying. Um, because Christianity is under full attack. But uh, I believe that religion in America has been corporatized and politicized, which has really pushed people away. And I believe that religion in the Middle East is the most crudest form of indoctrination that I've ever seen in my life. Um, Now, does Christianity have a rough past? Absolutely, it does. Does Islam have a rough, rough past? Absolutely, it does. Does Judaism have a rough past? Absolutely, it does. Um, and but so what certain people are doing is that they're grabbing certain aspects of, of a religion and making it their own, which it, it, it deters people. Um, but we are breeding this new generation of atheism, uh, which is really kind of throwing things for a loop. Now, I'm old school. I'm old school Catholic. I'm Roman Catholic. I grew up Catholic. I went to a Catholic school. Uh, my dad still serves mass. It's still big in our family. Right. I don't go to church, Matt. I believe in God. I have my reasons why I believe in God. I'm a very Christian man, I, I've read the Bible, I, I support the Bible, um, I just, I do get turned off by the corporate taste, corporate corporatization of organized religion. People shouldn't make millions of dollars off a of belief system, that's where I got issues. Um, to be a true Christian is to be a good person. To be a good Christian is to respect my wife and, and not to bring harm upon another person. Um, to be a good Christian is to defend the life and integrity of other good Christians, especially from an ideological view that can, that 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 thrives on our destruction. Um, so you know that's the whole religious thing. Scotty Roberts, big theologian, uh, he will argue with people till he is blue in the face off a of theory. Yep. Um, same thing with I have a lot of friends that are de- you know deep into the Islamic realm and into the Quran and, and then the books that come after the Quran. And all I do is I see them argue off of the theory that they have accumulated off their belief system and off their research. Uh, And at the end of the day, they have the same conclusion. And then they stop liking people because of their conclusions. So it's a deep subject. And uh, maybe for another day, Matt, but uh, I I just – I think we've corporatized it. We politicized it. And then another – aspect islam has indoctrinated at a very cruel level
1: crazy and think about this we got one segment left don't go anywhere we're going to get to this reciprocity bill this concealed carry in all 50 states we'll break that down next the conservative cartel rolls on this saturday morning
0: the conservative cartel will return on the blaze radio network You're listening to the Conservative Cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci. Only on the Blaze Radio Network.
2: Well, again, you know, there's two segments in the world where I, I, I better check the bottom of my feet because it's like walking on glass. It's, you know, there's some, some things that you talk about that you're gonna walk on glass because you're really I mean, you're really getting to the core of people's belief systems. And and I don't ever I, I want to be very clear. First, my email is Rocky, R-O-C-C-I, at the conservativecartel.com. If, if anybody has uh, anything they want to add to that conversation, I, and I'm sure I, I didn't make a lot of people happy with some of my opinions, but the thing is, is that ultimately, at the end of the day, also i want people to be as happy at the end of the day matt and ron uh, we just want people to be happy and fulfilled in life we want people to be able to look in the mirror and like what they see not to be told that they need to do this or to do that to be accepted or to go by the opinion of what the general public thinks uh, or base their decisions in life based off the opinions of others because you're not living your life for other people you're living your life for yourself and you know if we talk about god or if we want to get biblical ultimately at the end of the day when it's your time to take your last breath it's what you accomplished how you acted in your life is what's going to dictate your journey after you take your last breath that's just what i personally believe welcome back to the program the conservative cartel right here the emotional people rocky stucci on the other side of the microphone my brother-at-arms mr matlock you're watching on the facebook the conservative cartel page you're also listening live from the Nine Line Apparel Studios. Call in. Last segment. Last chance you got. 888-900-3393. Matlock, take it away.
1: I'll tell you, we've got one thing left to talk about. Just one thing. We've been trying to get to this thing. And I'll tell you what. Joe brought up a very good point. And look, this is what we do. We're just average guys talking about what happens in the world. We're giving our opinions. We, 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 we try to give you the best we got. But there's a bill that is picking up momentum and it's past the it, it's i believe it's going it hasn't passed the house yet i don't think because our good friend thomas massey the congressman from the state of kentucky uh did a little video that he put out on facebook i was i was watching the other day but uh, there's this reciprocity bill and gun rights supporters are eyeing a big win as a bill that would make concealed carry permits valid across state lines heads to the house floor and though it faces long odds in the senate amid deep pocketed opposition from gun controlled advocates it's something where i've been watching on the cartel facebook page and watching the comments there was a lot of comments about guns people were talking about their handguns what calibers they liked you know who carried what triggers how it felt in your hand i mean all that stuff i'm a concealed carry Permit guy. I I conceal carry. I carry all the time. And my gun of choice is a Smith & Wesson M&P Shield 40 caliber. I'm a 40 caliber guy. I'm actually getting ready to buy a 45 caliber Smith & Wesson M&P Shield. That is bigger, I think, is better. Ha, ha, ha. Like Tim Allen and the Tool Man. But it's a very sensitive deal because we have the Second Amendment. And and as you know, if you've looked at the, the conservative cartel's logo, we have two ARs crossed, you know, over a Bible. We believe in the Second Amendment. We believe that the founding fathers knew what they were doing when they gave you the ability to defend yourself against a tyrannical government. I mean, guns are good for hunting. I hunt. Guns are good for, you know, target practice. They're they're good for self-protection. But in the end, the reason the Second Amendment exists is to protect you from your government. Because our founding fathers knew that we were going to end up where we are today, Rocky. We were going to end up with a government in a Democratic Party that wanted to take your guns from you. Because you're not smart enough to handle them. You're not smart enough to understand what's going on. And we say this all the time. I own many guns. I'm not afraid to say it. It's my right. And not one time have any of my guns went off. Not one time. Have any of my guns went off by themselves without me pulling the trigger? But the thing with me, and I want to get your opinion on this, Rocky. I want mm-hmm. to see what how you feel. Because I think a concealed carry permit should be like your driver's license. You are able to drive your car in any state. I mean, I got a speeding ticket coming back from Washington, D.C. in the state of Ohio. I still had to pay that speeding ticket, even though I live in Indiana. He took my license. He ran it. He gave me the ticket, and away we went. Why in the world would we not? Because it's the goofiest thing. I used to live in Indiana. I couldn't conceal carry my weapon into Ohio. Couldn't do it. Couldn't take my weapon to Washington, D.C. Couldn't do it. And if you get caught with a weapon, concealed carry, in a state that doesn't reciprocate to your state you're in big trouble but yet you're following the law in your state to get that concealed carry permit it makes no sense to me but yet we, we talk about politicians all the time. They're in the pocket of lobbyists. It's all about money. It's That's all it. about who pays them. That's it. So here it is. I mean, why okay. can't we put together a bill that would allow you, if, if you can get a concealed carry permit in Indiana, or if you can get a concealed carry permit in Utah, or if you can get a concealed carry permit in Texas, or Michigan, or Ohio, or California, or New York, or wherever, why can't it be good in every
2: state? Well, bottom line, Matt, you know what? That flag that's flying in my front yard is the same flag they fly in Texas, the same flag they fly in California, the same flag they fly in every single state that is under the umbrella of the United States. That makes us all what? American freaking citizens so you know what we shouldn't have to worry about states and crossing border lines because as an american citizen it is my constitutional right to protect myself no matter what state i choose to go through i don't have more of a right to protect myself in minnesota but because i'm a minnesota citizen they're not going to allow me to carry my gun into wisconsin so now i have the less of a privilege or the authority to protect myself because i crossed into another state which mind you carries the same american flag as my original state uh, to me, Matt, you're exactly right. My driver's license shouldn't even have to be an issue. I'm an American citizen. I have the right to protect myself at any given time in any state because that's who I am. And that is what our Constitution represents. Well, and, and this bill is trying to go through the
1: House. And you said that very well, my friend. But we've got a little thing here that they're attaching to it. We, we've got Chuck Schumer. we got Nancy Pelosi. You know these oh, guys God. are, you know, they're not pro-gun, but it's called Nick's it's called fix nics and it's nics that's what what nics stands for is the national instant criminal background check system so the reason fix nics is getting attached to this concealed carry throughout all the states is because it's going to die it's dead Republican lawmakers decided that if they were going to go along with adding resources and mandates to a multi-billion dollar system dedicated to investigating Americans wishing to exercise an enumerated constitutional right, those Americans should get something out of the deal, they're saying. So they combined this Fix Nix bill with the bill that would force states to recognize the carry rights of people who visit all the states, the National Concealed Carry Reciprocity Act. Now, the whole thing has caused a rift within the gun world. Many rights advocates are not enthusiastic about any bill that is supported by Schumer and Dianne Feinstein. They also don't like the idea of giving more money and power to a system that already spends exorbitant amounts of money with very little to show for it. And there are details within the bill which are really problematic. Particularly troubling is the mandate that federal agencies involved in mental health report information to NICS. So there you mm-hmm. go. And did I don't know if you saw, I think it was in Hawaii. If you're on medical marijuana, they want to take your gun. You know, they're reconsidering that now because
2: I of surely, the public outcry. I, I surely you're exactly hope
1: right. so because yep. your doctor yep. shouldn't have anything to do with if you carry a gun. Now, you and I have said this. If you are mentally unstable, if you are mentally ill, certifiably mentally ill, you probably shouldn't own a firearm. You should be of sound mind and body so that you can can operate that tool because that's what it is. It's a tool. It, 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 the gun doesn't kill people. You do. You should be mentally capable of handling that firearm. And believe me, the back, the background check, if anybody's ever bought a gun, the background check's pretty extensive. I mean, not just everybody can walk off the street and buy a gun, unless you're in Alabama, and then they let... Oh, no, that's felons and voting. I'm sorry. I got that mixed up. Just, <laughs> that's crazy. But look, not everybody can walk in off the street and buy a gun. They just can't. And we have a background system. It'll be interesting to see where this bill goes. But, Rocky, we're out of time. Out of time. Head over to NinelineApparel.com. Get your conservative cartel shirt Tuesday, Cartel 15. Is your discount code? Show us some love. Show Nine Line that you want us. 10,000 pounds of coffee. Donations at blackriflecoffee.com. Send that over. The cartel out.
0: You're in the marketplace of liberty. The conservative cartel with Matt Locke and Rocky Stucci on the Blaze Radio Network. <laughs>